Welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tip Show. Show. A show designed to assist man in his quest to succeed on Pinterest. If you have interests in the content you want to share, content you want your clients to see, learn ways to grow and succeed in this unique and exciting world, one man will assist you on your journey. To become a pinner and grow your presence online, men and women can share in the success. And here to show you how is your host, is your host Jeff C. Adding testosterone, one pin at a time. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tips Podcast. I'm Jeff C., and you're not. Just when you think you've got Pinterest all figured out, they go and make a bunch of changes. So today, we're going to be talking all about the new options for promoted pins with Elisa Meredith. But first, have you headed over to ManlyPinteresttips.com and downloaded my free tackle box? It's full of some of my favorite tools that I use to create my images and boost my productivity. Quit fishing for resources and go download my free Manly Pinterest Tips tackle box at ManlyPinteresttips.com. Today's show, I bring back one of my favorite guests, who I have lovingly dubbed the princess of promoted pins, Elisa Meredith. Now, if you don't know who Elisa is, she's the content marketing strategist who has more than once been accused of a Pinterest obsession. Content marketer and blogger for HubSpot, Tailwind, Social Media Examiner, and ElisaMeredith.com. She's also co-owner of a HubSpot partner agency and a content and social media consultant for other agencies and small businesses. A big believer in the power of visual marketing, she's on a mission to drag, I mean coax, businesses into making the most of Pinterest. Elisa's going to get us straight on all the new changes with Promoted Pins on today's show. If you're just getting started with Promoted Pins or really want to optimize the money you spend promoting pins, then this show is for you. Now, this interview that I did with Elisa was a live show where the audience was able to interact with myself, guests, and each other. If you'd like to be a part of one of our live shows, make sure to head on over to manlypinteresttips.com and join our email community to find out when our next live show is. Come join us where you can ask your own questions during the show. Elisa really does keep up with all the changes with Pinterest promoted pins, and she's the first person I go to when I have a question on anything new Pinterest releases about promoted pins. So let's jump right into my conversation with Alisa Meredith. So, Alisa, thanks so much for being back on the show today. Ah, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Um, I mean, we're going to try to get it straight, but boy, like you said, things are changing so fast. <laughs> they could be changing as we're talking. That's very true. Yeah, I'm so, sure they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any questions um, while we're talking today uh, in our live audience, I see uh, Vincent's there. Hi, Vincent. Nice to see you. Uh, make sure you ask your questions. There's a there's a and a tab. You click on that on huzza.com, and we will try to answer that during the show today. Um, if you're on Facebook, I'll try to get to your message, but the best place really to ask those questions is over on huzza.io. But if you have questions, if you're watching the replay, uh, Elise and I will pop back in the stream as well and kind of uh, check those out. So, okay, Elisa, so you've been on the show before, so I'm not going to give you a, a long backstory, but I do want to know kind of what attracted you to the promoted pins option and why you decided to focus so much on it. Because, I mean, that's kind of almost your thing now. And so you even wrote a, a book about it, and I'll make sure to put that book in the show notes. But what attracted you so much to Promoted Pins? Well, okay. Every time I get into something with Pinterest, I'm a, I've been a little skeptical, and then I'm blown away by the results. 
So when Florida Pins came out, I was over that and I knew they were going to work. <laughs> so I just knew how powerful they could be. And I think that the real attraction is the combination of the technical and the artistic. So you get to be creative, but you also need to be analytical in order to make it work. So I enjoy making the, you know, doing those two things together. Pure SEO, too, that's too much for me. But, so, <laughs> but this little combination is great. So are you a stats nerd? I mean, do you like, are you obsessed every time you, you throw it up there and then kind of check back in a week? Or are you like, I've got to go every day and check and see what's going on with the promoter pin? Oh, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I just, I, I kind of figured. Yeah, I know. You know this. Um, there's a report that you can export from Promoted Pins, which I discovered only recently, which gives you a ton more information than you can actually see in analytics. So you can see, really? yeah, you can see where your Promoted Pins are showing up. So if it's showing up in the home feed, it will show you how many times. It will show you the engagement on home feed only pins. So by doing that, I was able to figure out, okay, where do I want my pins to show up? And then, you know, my obsession with figuring out how to get them in those spots. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. We'll talk about it a little bit later. But <laughs> Yeah. So where do you go since we kind of, I wanted to jump ahead just since, so about this report. Um, yeah. Where do you go to download this report that, that a lot of people may not know about? Okay. Well, you go into your promoted pins campaign and you look at the individual pin that you want to get the information for. You can do it on a, a higher level too, but I think it's more useful if you look at just the data for one pin. Mm -hmm. So then there's an export menu up in the upper right, which I, I didn't, I never noticed before recently. Um, and then you can select what you want to see. So it's a little confusing, but just by trial and error, I figured out that if you do current view, you're going to see just that pin and what you're seeing on the screen right now in gotcha. a way more detailed format, which in an Excel spreadsheet, which you can then mess around with. Like I, I shared some with you earlier just to right, show right, you right. where pins are showing up and conversions and things. Real quick, do you have something rattling by your mic? Because I keep hearing like p papers rattling or something. Or I don't. Um, oh, okay, it must it must have been your hair hitting your mic on your oh, okay on your cord. Yeah, you're good. Okay, just want to double check. Um, so you have that problem with your beard too. Yeah, yeah I see yeah, exactly. Well, I have this thing. I don't try to get it in there. Um, so um, let's let's go back. So people who maybe just are joining us who are really, really newbies on Pinterest and promoted pins. Let's say they just uh, created a business account because you have to have a business account to be able to use uh, promoted pins. Mm -hmm. What give us kind of a brief overview of what kind of what promoted pins are and why they're so exciting. Sure. Uh, well, promoted pins are just ads on Pinterest. And what's great about them is that they actually have a higher engagement rate than your organic pins. So it's not like people are blind to them or hate them. I mean, some people do, but um, overall, they perform really, really well. They're also very affordable compared to other uh, platforms, although they're getting more expensive now as more people are figuring out. We shouldn't be telling people this stuff, uh, <laughs> but we will anyway. Um, and also, I love the fact that even when you're done promoting your pins, that your budget's all used up, that pin is going to continue to exist. You won't pay anything extra for the activity on it. And also, in the while you're running that pin, uh, people are repinning it. So uh, when I look at a promoted pins uh, results, I'm looking at not just clicks, I'm looking at repins because that's where your free traffic comes from. So Jeff, you pin a pin or promoted pin, I repin it. You don't pay for any activity on my pin. You only pay for your pin. So, Which I think a lot of people like don't. A lot of people don't. Yeah, a lot of people don't think about that, I think, because think there's like 80% of... of all, uh, all traffic uh, on traffic on 
Pinterest is repins. So I think that's so huge think when that people start huge. thinking about that. I mean, I can really, you get an influencer or somebody big on Pinterest repinning that, you could get a really big return on your investment for a promoted pin. Yeah. You could, you could, and I, um, I always like to get a bargain. So Pinterest has come out with a couple different numbers on what you get for free, but um, the one that, that I've seen a lot is 30%. So if you pay for $100 worth of engagement or traffic or awareness, you're likely actually going to get $130 worth right. for $100. Yeah. And I've noticed a, a long drift after I've done a Pinterest campaign that I've started, yeah. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. I promoted that and I'm getting traffic off of it because it'll show up in that report. So very, yeah. very cool. Okay, um, you know there there are three types of, uh, and we're going to talk about do-it-yourself pins because that's what most small businesses and marketers that kind of are in this audience can have access to. There are some other options, I believe, for like big wigs, but we're just going to talk about right. the do-it-yourself option that you have if you're a U.S. and I believe uh, is it just the uh, U.K. that has access to promoted pins. Yes. I mean, the Canadian audience can use them, but they have to have a U.S. credit card or something. <laughs> it's, gotcha. I, I just, yeah, U.S. and U.K. would be safe. Yeah, gotcha. Vincent's not happy about that. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, so, so what are the three different types of pins that, that most people have access to? I, I think they're uh, awareness, engagement, and traffic. So can you kind of explain the difference between of those and some of the features of those different types of promoted pins? And you frozen on me if I can't hear you anymore. I think if you if you can hear me, Elisa, try refreshing your browser and then you may have to click enter green room one more time. See if you can do that. So we are both experiencing weather right now for you people who are watching us. And so we did not know what was going to happen. So hopefully she'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> to this because I didn't I don't have my uh, I'm going to pull up my notes and, and talk about some other things but um, if we have there's there's awareness pins engagement pins and traffic promoted pins and the brand new ones that have just come out are these things called awareness pins now Elisa and I have done uh, a test on those and for me myself I'll tell you what I did is I actually I'll pull up the stats on this. This is the new awareness pins. And I did awareness campaign and I did um, like I spent $20 and I think I did it for like three days. And the minimum you have to do is you have to spend uh, at least $5 uh, on this auction bid per pin. So um, I did that and I ran it for 20, I did $20 worth. And I got out of that, I got 4.3, uh, 4.37 thousand total impressions. That's everything. And then I got only 46 total engagements. And in those engagements, there 43 were close-ups and only three were paid clicks. And what I had done is I uh, used my Manly Picture Ships Tackle Box, which I talked about at the beginning of the show, and that's the pin that I ran. So um, it's for clicks, I still think the best bang for your buck is traffic. I, I really don't know, unless you are wanting to really build awareness around a product um, that you'll, that you'd really want to do this. If you're a blogger or like me, you know, you're, you're, you're wanting to promote a show or a, or a free. Yeah. Vincent, it's very, very expensive. And I just didn't see the, the worth of it. And I'll, if at least it gets back, I want to know the difference between the uh, what she really thinks between the uh, awareness pins and the also the the other type of pin. Um, traffic's the one that I think most people will will really use. Um, 
engagement i'm still confused about engagement and awareness and i think it's it depends on where it's going to show up in the feed and you have some uh stuff that you can can use on that but um i just really didn't feel like um the bang was in it for the the bang was in it for the buck especially when you're competing with um facebook ads and i know that there's a lot of um people who really like Facebook ads. I love Facebook ads because I can really target uh, specifically. I can really, really drill down. And so I'm always having to balance what's best for my clients for their best, um, their, their best use of their money and what's going to give them the best return on investment. So I can't really, for most of my clients, you know, really suggest awareness pins just because it's so expensive. So, um, I just I don't know. So so you you do have some of that drift that we talked about where it's actually they like uh, Elisa was saying there's like thirty percent um, of a kind of a drift after you do your campaign. Your campaign's over. You get those free engagements. So you've got to figure that in as well. But for me, um, I, it was just really tough. So as a blogger or um, you know somebody else, I would just really watch that. Um, what I would also look at is um, you know balancing those if, if you have a new product let's say you're you're launching a product for uh, i don't know some widget thing now awareness and those uh engagement pins may be something because you're just wanting to get your name out there but just for me just to because i'm all about traffic um oh and, and kim said she's going to do some uh some traffic some testing this upcoming week so i'm really interested um kim to see kind of what what's going to go on there so i'm not really sure where elisa is but um if any of you guys want to come in and talk with me, if you're camera ready, Vincent. Oh, Hi. here comes Elisa. There you are. <laughs> Sorry. Did you have to restart your computer or pour more gas in it or what? Uh, I think the internet went down again. We do oh. have a going on. I'm All right. So. Sorry. So, sorry yeah. I I vamped for a while. Yeah, Wonder Woman <laughs> is back. Uh, uh, so I kind of explained. I did my own test with uh, this new awareness pin. So oh, why don't yeah. you go ahead and break down again, awareness, engagement, and traffic pins, and what the difference is there. Okay, so awareness is really kind of self-explanatory. Right. You're just paying for people to see your pin. So it's you're paying per thousand impressions, and the lowest bid you can make is $5. So, I mean, it sounds like a great way to get in front of a whole lot of people for cheap, right. but it's in my test, it was not. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I did a, an identical pin test and let's see for the traffic campaign, I got 2,445 impressions for the awareness pin. I got 872 <laughs> for the traffic. one, I got 24 saves for the awareness, I got one for traffic. I got two clicks for awareness. I got zero and my traffic campaign was 20% of the cost of the awareness campaign. Yeah. So it was a lot more expensive. I, I think, I think I know why they're doing it, and we can get to that in a second. But right. um, I think that the only feature it offers that is a little bit different is that you can limit how many times a particular pinner will see your pin. Hmm. So is that, you know, that? Yeah. Do you think that's yeah. the difference? Because I'm confused. What's the difference between awareness campaigns and engagement campaigns? Because they're the same thing. Because you you dropped out, but I was telling the audience that you know I only had. You know, I had 4.37 thousand uh, total impressions, 46 total engagements, 43 close-ups, and only three clicks. Yeah. You know, I'm all about traffic. And I'm like, that's, whoa. And so, but I still don't understand what the difference between awareness and engagement pins, because the close-up thing is the same kind of thing that you get on an uh, engagement uh, promoter pin, correct? No. Awareness is that it shows up in someone's feed. 
Engagement is that they act on it in some way or another. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it, it is a little bit different, but I, I have not found engagement pins to be super beneficial because I'm like you, I want clicks. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if you're selling a product, you might be willing to pay for that close-up because when someone opens up your pin and looks at it bigger, that's kind of an indication of intent to buy. So it's definitely worth a try, especially if you're selling something gotcha. on Pinterest. But I don't, I don't find them useful. And then traffic campaign, obviously, you just pay for traffic to your site. And that's all around that is working best in my tests. Yeah, that's what I've seen, too, with, with yeah. my clients. So um, looking where they show up in the feed can yeah. be confusing. I mean, really mm-hmm. confusing. And and <laughs> I had a graph, and then you made, I, I think, a better one. And I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. But... Um, how do you figure out where things are going to show up? Can you kind of walk us through the difference between awareness, engagement, and traffic pins? And she's gone. Right when I asked. Oh, there you are. Okay, you're back. Okay, I'm here. Um, it doesn't matter. If you pick traffic, engagement, or awareness, that does not impact your placement. Okay. What impacts your placement is whether you use audiences, keywords, and or interests. Okay, let's break that down for people who may not have, they are like, what are you, what did you just say? So can you kind of explain what audience and kind of, okay. That's another big change from this summer, which is wonderful. Um, Now you can target people who have been to your website. So you install a pixel and it tracks those people. So you can retarget just like you can on Facebook, which is great because you get a little bit of a warmer audience. You can also upload an email list of your contacts. Also wonderful, got a little bit more familiarity with you, more likely to act. And you can also make a lookalike audience based on either one of those. Which are awesome. They are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then with those, you can exclude. So if you make um, a lookalike audience... Oh, I don't want to get too confusing, but <laughs> if you... it's the the cool thing is it's like what Facebook does. Yeah, uh, we've been wanting for a long time. If yeah. you, if you're you're played with Facebook ads where you can upload your customer list or whatever, and then they will find people who are on Facebook or now it's on like you can do the same thing on Pinterest, and it's just very very cool that you can really target people. Um, and it's anyway, there's that's a whole another show as audiences, but I just want to kind of get an overview for those people. So it's yeah. very exciting that it's happened. Yeah, audiences, um, those ads tend to be a lot less expensive. Um, yeah, I would, audiences all the way if you have. Here's a, here's a good question that uh, Bittersweet Designs just asked, and hopefully your internet will last through it. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's, it says, uh, do you find that the first keyword used always gets the most impressions and clicks? First keyword used. Probably when you're set it up in 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 the Pinterest uh, in the admin oh. when you're creating oh, it. No, no it, um, that doesn't have any effect on it. They will expand on the keywords that you add, so you don't have to worry about doing plurals and things. Um, they branch out for you a little bit, but no, it doesn't matter the order that you put them in. Very very cool. So the now now you can target audiences and you can do keywords and interests. Now before you weren't able to do those kind of combinations and now you can you can do those combinations correct yeah okay so keywords are stuff like most people are familiar with like kind of your broad categories Mm -hmm. and so what else can you what else do you have what did you say you said audiences uh interests and keywords so what kind of interests are we talking about we're talking about things like women's fashion and then that breaks down to a gazillion more categories um animals uh pretty much anything you can come up with is an in, for an interest. Um, interest I found causes the cost per action to go way, way up. 
which is interesting. But I also have found that the uh, engagement rate is much higher when you mm. use interest. So again, in that exported report that you can look at, you can look at who is clicking through on interests alone. Um, and it's very clear to me that there's a lot more engagement. We're talking, let's see, the one I looked at was like 58% more engagement if very you're going to use an interest. Yeah. How, how detailed do you try to target down when you're, when you're getting in there? I mean, are you, do you, are you trying, you know, cause you can see like on Facebook, you can see how many, you know, kind of potential audience that you have when you start adding and targeting down. Do you really try to really, really narrow it down or do you leave it kind of broad enough? Like if you're doing men, uh, men's fashions um, and then, you know, I know, if you're selling shoes, of course you want to do, you know, like fill it down to shoes or whatever, but if it's men's fashion, you're just selling shirts or a variety of things. How, how detailed do you go down when you're really trying to create that uh, uh, first like um, promoted pin? Um, I recommend going with more keywords than you think you need, because uh, I don't find that if you just go with a few, the impressions are not going to be real high, which of course means you're not going to get a whole lot of results from it. So at first I was doing a little bit more tightly targeted, but I, I just wasn't getting the pin out there as much as I wanted to. So when I started adding, like, instead of tassel earrings, trying earrings and that that worked really well i mean it if you think about the way pinterest pinners are they're they're just looking to explore anyway so if if they're searching earrings they're not going to mind if tassel earrings show up you know that might be just what they're looking for and they don't know it so i would go okay. broad gotcha very cool um now this is something that's what what about bible pins you know you have this whole thing i just <laughs> saw you wrote an article about it and i thought you could not promote a, a Bible pin. Have things changed or what's the deal? Because you're saying that now we can, because that's a big deal. It is a big deal. And yes, you can, at least I can. So, yeah, so I did write an article about it. I figured it out accidentally because I was in there to set up a campaign for a client and I saw that a Bible pin came up as an option. I thought, what in the world? That's not supposed to be. So I thought I'd try it just while it lasted. And I got lots of impressions and ended up paying zero for it. So what's weird about that is they can't keep that up because if like I, I did a traffic campaign, you only pay for clicks. Right. Well, a buyable pin, you do not have to click through to the website to buy. So she could be selling all kinds of things and never end up paying for that promoted pin, which is not sustainable. Right. Right. So you think it's just a it's a glitch for now because they've gone mm -hmm. in their in their stuff and said that you're not we're not using our ad product for buyable pins. I mean that's yeah. somewhere in the Pinterest you know website. No, but I think I have seven or eight running right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so gotcha. you can you can now um, like Kelly Lieberman pointed out in the pin chat group on Facebook the other day. Mm -hmm. um, in that demo of the bare minerals. Um, ad, which we're going to get to in a minute, it did show a promoted buyable pin. So I don't think it's a mistake. I do think they're going to make us use awareness campaigns for them because really we should be paying right. for those impressions um, because we can't be pay paying for clicks because there won't be any if they buy online. So I think that I just, I think there's a little loophole right now that will be fixed and we'll end up just using awareness campaigns for buyable pins. But for now, I'm just going to enjoy the exposure <laughs> yeah so very very cool so if you do have a client or yourself have a, 
viable pins that are already out there on Pinterest, you may want to jump on board right now and start promoting those because there is that, you know, what is it? 30% you said free traffic, you know, unless they shut it off for some reason, but yeah. So uh, that is, you know, if you're listening and you have some of those jump on this while you can, because who knows how long it's going to last, but (laughs) that's that's awesome because that's driving. I mean, that's not only just driving traffic, that's driving actually conversions. And so that is very, very cool. So yeah, you could drive a hundred sales and not pay a penny for your traffic campaign. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. It, they have to fix it. But while, while they haven't, let's just try it. And let me they, know if you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they won't shut your account down because you found an exploit. <laughs> no. all Lisa's. I have nothing to do. I don't have any Bible pins. It's all Lisa. So, <laughs> Pinterest, if you're watching, that's all her. Um, so um, that's very exciting, though, for yeah. people who are selling stuff. So here's the other thing. Last time since you've been on, um, you know, they've updated some of the features of promoted pins. And we kind of talked about that. But before you couldn't combine them and now you can. So are there any best practices that you use? I mean, you said you want to go broad, but like for interests, are there things you like to do specific interests? I mean, how, how do you figure out what you want to use when you're actually setting up that first campaign? Mostly I'm just testing. So unless I'm using audiences, um, I'm going to favor keywords. And the reason for that is that you get, more for your money. Um, You end up in home feed, you end up everywhere you possibly could on Pinterest with your promoted pin. Whereas with interest, you're just home feed, popular, and everything categories and categories. So that's kind of convoluted way of saying (laughs) that I would start with just a keyword. Okay. I would separate them out. So do just the keywords, just an interest, unless you have audiences, in which case I would do audiences and keywords. Gotcha. When you're coming up with keywords, do you have a tool that you use or are you just guesstimating and typing it in and see what happens? I mean, you know, I know a lot of people use the Google keyword thing to find good keywords. How do you come up with your keywords? I use Pinterest itself because it will show you what people are searching. So if you go into the Pinterest search bar and you just type in earrings um, and enter, and it's going to show you right underneath it in boxes, other words that people are using with that search term. So I'll combine them, I'll use them separately, whatever makes sense. And then, you know, once you start down that rabbit hole, you, you're going to end up with a ton of keywords. So right. yeah, it's, you're not going to run out. Do you, and I, this wasn't on the one I talked to you about before, but I want to know you, do you split AB test, which means, you know, running two different of the same similar types of promoted pins when you, when you are testing one for a client, do you have like a bunch of them out there and then say, okay, this one's doing good. I'm going to cut off the money to that one and do this. I mean, how do you, how do you manage that? Well, if it's doing good, I wouldn't cut it off, but I do, I do do a lot of testing with, um, with devices. So you can target by device, by computer versus tablet versus mobile web, which I never bother with, um, or iPhone, Android, smartphone. So a lot of times I'll do the exact same pin, but target it to the three different devices because your, your pricing can vary widely as can your conversions, especially if your site's not great on mobile, you don't want to be promoting a pin to go from mobile to your site. Very good. That's a good, that's a good point. And if you're not optimized for mobile, you need to get off your dinosaur and fix it. (laughs) You need to, and, and you need to know where are your buyers coming from or where are your leads coming from? So check your analytics, find out, are they coming from mobile? Well, then you need to promote a mobile promoted pin. Do you find any of those platforms do better th- kind of across the board than all of them? Or do you always have to check? Um, 
Mainly it's mobile. <laughs> okay. Well, most 80% of traffic's from Pinterest right, is mobile. Anyway, right. But so, even yeah. looking at conversion, um, like engagement percentages and conversion percentages, yeah, mobile. So. Okay. Very, very cool. Um, okay. We mentioned some, you know, that the stuff we're talking about, those three different types of promoted pins are available for everyone yeah. who's in the United States and uh, Great Britain yeah. uh, right now. Sorry, Vincent, uh, the Canadian. Uh, so what let's say you're a big brand and you've got a lot of money and you've got a big product. Um, how do I get access to some of those other things? And I guess there's like cinematic pins and there's some other cool pins you can get if you're a big brand. How do you get access to that? If you're like, if you're listening right now and you're a Microsoft or somebody like that. Yeah. Well, you, I just Googled it. <laughs> Pinterest, uh, Pin, Pinterest right. marketing partners um, okay. and they can hook you up with a creative team as well, who will help you with your creatives, with your, you know, your images, your descriptions and things. Uh, so, you know, we'd love to work with you, but, if you can get all that, go for it. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Now, and it's and it's a significant ad buy, so yeah. just be prepared for that. Um, yeah. If you're if you're looking about that, so you, yes, you have to work with a Pinterest develop marketing developer partner. So, and that's like what like Curlate is is that one? Do you remember? Uh, in the that name? sounds right, but I don't. I yeah, don't I think it is. Know. Anyway, um, so as we kind of get towards the end here. Um, um, what are some best practices that you have found? Cause you are the princess of promoted pins um, <laughs> that you found with that, that you kind of want to share with everybody. I mean, that was a, a huge bomb that you dropped that we could right now promote Bible pins, but what are some other best practices that you found with um, promoted pins? Do you have like, do you have like there's certain fonts that work better, bigger text works better, you know, orange images. What are some of the things? That, I mean, I don't know what kind of things that you, you found. Well, I mean, a lot of them are very similar to what an organic pen would be. So yes, like the taller images and the warmer colors. Um, generally speaking, no faces, although that's not always the case. Um, but one thing that I think works really well for promoted pins, especially if you have a product that you're selling, is to show several different variations of that product. So you might have a large lifestyle image and below that you might have that same item in a couple different colors or a couple different styles so with that one pin you can then reach a wider variety of, of people who would be attracted to that item so they might hate pink but they see the green one and they think oh i think i'll buy that <laughs> so. have you tried anything like with you know infographic sizes are really really long usually have you mm -hmm. tried promoting any pins like that i um, have okay yeah, they work well too. Yeah, I mean, just basically anything that's a good organic pin. And I do suggest you let them run first organically and mm. see what works well before you start throwing money behind it because then you won't know, okay, did I maybe not set up the promoted pin as well as I could have or is it just that the pin is not as appealing as I thought it would be? Very, very cool. Um, okay, so is there any, there's, do you know, is there any colors or, I mean, is there anything that yeah. you found that, that, that works really well for you? Um, I don't, not really. I mean, again, just what, what works organically. Okay. The warmers, I, I, the warmers how about you? I, yeah, well, I just, I know you've done a ton of them and I was just wanting to see, I've seen a lot, I've even seen promoted pins where people are using just like not the portrait style images. They've used those other, the flat ones. I'm like, uh, what are you doing? So yeah, I'm not sure why you'd spend money on that. Yeah, but. So, yeah what she just said make sure that it's it's working well first i've never i've never just done a straight promoted pin i've always done one that's done well uh for a client or for myself and then moved it into the promoted pins i've never done one cold because i want to see what works because i still tweak stuff 
all yeah. the time before I want to throw money on it. Well, I admit that sometimes I do just create a pin to promote it. it. You know, if I have a client, I'm not blogging for them, but I'm doing promoted pins, then that's really all I can do. So I'll, I'll cre- create that pin um, and promote it to see how it how it goes. But yeah, those those multi option images seem to work really well. Do you have a minimum ad spend that you use or a minimum, you know, how much, I mean, I know people are going, well, how much do I have to spend to make this work? I mean, yeah. can you do it as little as $5? Oh, yeah. mean, what, what do you, what do you usually start with? Um, $5 a day, I think is a great place to start. Um, and, and then when you get into bidding for clicks or, or actions, I think the lowest you can bid is 10 cents per. Um, but they will give you a range. Like if you, if you say, I want, I want to pay 25 cents a click, they'll say if it's too low or if it's a good bid or if it's high. Um, but if what they suggest is completely out of your budget and you think, Oh, forget it. I'm not going to do it. Try something lower. I usually do. I try, I start way low and then I kind of inch it up until I see it start to catch on right. <laughs> because I'm cheap right. Right. <laughs> and I want my customer, you know, I want my clients to get the most for their, for their ad budget. So that's kind of where I start. Do um, okay. I was, I just lost it. But when you, when you, when you pin up a, 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 um, a promoted pin and it's nothing's happening, but let's say that you pin it, and because I've I've done this before, I pin it. I think it's great. It's it's done well organically, and nothing's happening. There's no, there may be some engagement, but nobody's clicking on it. Is there anything I can do to help that? I mean, because I know a lot of people are like me, and they want traffic. They want traffic feedback to their site or their landing page or their product or or whatever. Because a lot of people still don't have viable pins. Um, what are some options they can do to, um, you know, really maybe get that fire going underneath that pin? Okay, well, one thing to consider is that you need to be kind of patient, especially if you're going to use interest targeting. It can take, according to Pinterest, it can take up to two weeks for that to fully populate over the system. So if you have a pin that's been running for a week and you see nothing, it might just be that you need to give it a little longer. Um, Then if you don't see that, then start adding in things. So add in a lookalike audience, um, increase your bid, add in some more keywords, some broader keywords if it's... You know, if you just need to give it a little push uh, and see how that goes. But I, I wouldn't run it for less than three weeks and, you know, without. Wow. Yeah. So that is that your kind of your standard length is about three weeks when you are trying to pin? Um, yeah, just to start. Yeah. Okay. If it's working, keep it going as long as it works. But right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's your thing. Pinterest is sometimes a long game. And so it just be patient, I think, is is a great that's a great piece of advice. Well, so, another thing too is is to adjust your expectations because people want people to come from a promoted pin and buy something immediately. But you're much more likely to get someone to opt into your email list, right? Or to right. or to visit your blog and hang around there a while. So give that time too. So make sure you have a good email nurturing sequence in place if they they join your email list because you know that's where your promoted pins can really feed into your sales cycle. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, and here's a good, another question that I didn't ask you earlier was, um, what can get your promoted pin not approved? And I know yeah. we've all we've all done, had that happen to us before. So, what are they? Why in the world were all of a sudden my stuff's not being approved? What What am I doing wrong? Can you give some advice? Stuff that you sure. Can? I think the first thing I would say is don't assume that you necessarily did something wrong because I have had promoted pins rejected that a week earlier the same image was approved. So. 
don't be afraid to email and say, oh, I think you made a mistake because I've done that. And I said, you're right. We're sorry. We'll take your money. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they don't want you to use um, the Pinterest logo, obviously. They don't want you to put actual pricing on the image. They don't want you to put real promotional language like buy now or ending soon. And, and that just makes sense because this promoted pin is going to be repinned and go all over the Internet. And they don't want all these outdated, ugly spammy looking pins right so you can't promote like you can't promote alcohol um you know there are a bunch of things you can't can you promote price pins i mean you know the um not the bible pins but the product pins yeah yeah they're rich pins absolutely and that's right. what, that's what you should do if you want your item out there with a price on it is use rich pins because as you have said <laughs> if, you, if you repin something like that um you're going to get an email about it so you can get Pinterest to email people for you when your price drops. <laughs> that is that is one of the coolest things I think people don't realize. And also, if you're using the Gmail tabs, it doesn't go into um, the promotional one. It goes into the social one. Oh, that's people, cool. Yeah, people tend to check that more. And, you know, the, update, the other ones are kind of spammy kind of forward. Yeah. But it goes into that, which... Uh, is very very cool. So, um, what what other things like I know that you things will be rejected because it goes to a not a good type landing page. And so, what are the what are they require for you wh when they click on your pin? When it goes to that page, what are some bad things you should not have? Okay, well, you shouldn't have too many ads across the top. I think it might be three above the fold, three or five okay. above the fold. They'll they'll reject it. But also, if you're going to send them to a landing page, just enter your email address and get this ebook, you need to tell them that in the description of the pin. And go here to sign up and download. Um, what they don't want is people feeling like it's a bait and switch. Mm -hmm. So just be upfront and be honest and don't be spammy and you're probably going to be okay. Very cool. And only use one hashtag, but don't use, uh, don't use hashtags. Don't do them. But <laughs> Back in the day when they first started, I did like three hashtags and I had one band because they said, one, uh, hashtags don't work the same on Pinterest. So I just don't use hashtags at all anymore. Right. And two, you know, if, for branding, because I once I did just hashtag mainly Pinterest tips, that was mm -hmm. fine. But that's another reason you will get banned. So just stop using hashtags. Just stop. Yeah. On Pinterest. On Pinterest. <laughs> So, all right, we, before we uh, wrap it up, there is a couple questions we have that I want to okay. give you a chance to, um, uh, bittersweet designs ask, what do you consider to be a good, uh, seat click through ratio CTR? Oh dear. I mean, the higher, the better, but I have seen some really bad, <laughs> bad click through. Right. <laughs> but I tend to look more at, um, what I'm getting for the money. So if the click-through rate is 0 0.002, but I've gotten 2,000 of them for $100, I don't care. You know, it's really what I'm looking for is the end result. So it's going to completely vary by your creative, by your industry. So I, I don't really have a, a number for that. Do you? No, I just, I'm the same way. I just, I try to figure out, okay, because I like mine is mostly trafficking conversions. And I go, okay, mm -hmm. that 20 bucks I spent on this pin worth it you know to my client or myself and if it was can i bump that spend up and it will still convert or, or whatever so i kind of i kind of do the same thing so i think the only thing i really do with conversion rate is i look at um if i'm separating it out by device so i'll say oh okay desktop is converting really well mobile is terrible i might just turn yeah. off mobile yeah yeah that that's that's a good piece of advice here's another question by better switch she goes do you think bible pins will be available to woocommerce shops this year 
WooCommerce, if for those of you who don't know, is a plugin for a lot of lot of WordPress sites use it, and a lot of people use WordPress. Boy, I sure hope so. That would Thank be you. awesome. That yeah. would be so awesome. I think it makes sense if they want to have if they want to flood the market with good Bible pins, and that's maybe reason oh, yeah. they haven't done it yet. Is if they do a plugin for WordPress. You know, Shopify is one of the ones that I see a lot of the Bible pins right now in. Oh, it's uh, so easy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so if they could do it for, I, I think it's coming. I sure hope it's this year. I'm hoping it'll happen before the holidays because that would just be a huge boom to a lot of my clients. Um, but I'm hoping so. And I don't think it would be that hard to do. But who knows? Pinterest Pinterest takes its sweet time. And then <laughs> they, like, dump all of all these changes on it. So, oh, oh, you know what I think is coming next? What's that? All right. So in that report, there was a line that says personas, other, and all the information, you know, all the totals were in there. Right. So I remember it was almost a year ago. They, they said that pretty soon we'll be able to target by persona. So you could target expectant parents or engaged mm. couples or, you know, it would be people kind of like a lifestyle. Yeah. 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 People who like girls. Man, man caves. <laughs> man caves. Yeah. Well, that, that I think might be more of an interest, but. Yeah. Like super manly men might be a persona. <laughs> uh, so I'm see, you know, that's showing up in the report as just other, but that leads me to believe that they're they're going to probably drop that one on us in a second now. Well, here's our last question, and Dustin actually brought it up over on Facebook. This new video pins thing that Pinterest is doing, and they're teasing already promoted pins for video ads. So, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I'm so excited. And I so wish I was better at video, but I'm just going to have to either be better at it or uh, work with you. <laughs> so It's so exciting because in the feed, it looks like a cinematic pen. It's just a, a GIF file that plays and it's only on mobile right now. It really um, catches your eye. Yeah, it does. But then when you click through, you can watch the whole video. And then below that are featured pins, some of which can be viable. Um, so as you're watching the video of the lady doing her face thing <laughs> and you're thinking, oh, I need that brush, you just click below to buy it right there. Unbelievable. And Pinterest has teased that they're having a, uh, a native video player. Right now you can play uh, Vimeo and uh, YouTube videos natively in Pinterest. So you can pin those videos and you can watch them on Pinterest, which uh, I, I've done for a long time yeah. and gotten good engagement with that. Um, the question I'm wondering with this native video player, is it going to be horizontal or vertical video? Both. You, you, can, you can do it. I read an article that said you could do um, horizontal, vertical, or square even. Hmm. So basically whatever you want. And you're going to pay. It's going to be an awareness campaign. So you're going to pay per impression right. in the feed. So. Well, my my guess is because it's mobile horizontal video, people there people are going to be needing to scramble right now to learn how to edit and create horizontal video, which is a different beast because I've been in the video realm for 13 years and create training yourself to edit and and make video content that's uh, vertical is a lot different. So, uh start working on that if that's what you want to do. What my thing is cuz okay, that's their um their promoted video product that's coming out. Right now, I think it's only available to what we had talked about earlier, those gazillion dollar big yeah. brands. The native video players, I'm wondering if it's going to if it's if it'll let me or you or anybody upload that square horizontal or oh. or uh, portrait style video. So, um, so, yeah, 
But what I don't know, what, what are we going to do when we can all access video promoted pins and we all have to create a GIF file to go with the video, to go with the pins? I mean, that, that's a tremendous amount of work. That I, well, no. I there's a lot of there's I think there's some tools that will automatically do that for you that'll be pretty easy and and they'll migrate to doing that because it's once you have the video it's it, I don't think it's that hard to do it. Dustin says uh, Dustin Stout says um, my only reason for doing vertical vertical video would be for Pinterest. Now, yeah. side note, I started to learn and do more vertical video because now with these Instagram stories, you can upload it and it's not that like. Because my whole thing with Snapchat is I wanted to produce video and and put it up there, but it had the stupid white border on it because it was the Snapchat memory thing. <laughs> but with stories on Instagram, you can upload them and they're perfectly fine. I've done tests. It looks beautiful in there because I've always wanted to play with like what Snapchat was doing with their discovery stuff. Um, so anyway, <laughs> video is hot everywhere and Pinterest hot. isn't stupid and they're going to do some cool stuff there uh, on their platform. So if you're into video, start learning how to do vertical video <laughs> and edit it. I, it's not my favorite, but I, Dustin, I, I, I'm with you. It's, but I think that's going to be the way to way to go. That we'll have to um, learn how to edit it. And there is, you know, uh, Gary V is doing a great job of repurposing his YouTube videos and uh, for horizontal video and uploading them to Instagram. So hmm. I'm all big on repurposing. So. Think about how you can do that and and try to shoot your video in the way that'll make sense to repurpose it as many po places as possible. So I just try to remember to try to hold my phone the right way. Usually my first story of the day, I'm going like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and some people, some people do. It's the hardest thing for me because I am, I grew up how to compose shots um, horizontal and, mm -hmm. you know, edit horizontal and it's a whole different ball of wax. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, Every nothing you always have to be learning if you're in social yeah, media. That's, you that's the fun of it. But usually my second story is, oh, hold the phone the right way. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So uh, this promoter pins uh, thing is going to be uh, the native video player, which everybody will have access to. I think is going to be very very cool. Um, so I'm very excited about that. And this, I I just have they will roll out. I'm pretty sure the the promoted video product for everybody because it just makes sense. It's well, going to give yeah. a lot more money. Uh, for people promoting those videos and you know i could promote the show on there and people can click over to you know the landing page i mean there's all sorts of uses you could do with video and repurposing so it's very very exciting at least yeah. at least for uh, us marketers or us marketing nerds yeah so alisa thanks so much you are the promoted pins pin uh princess <laughs> so I want to let people, I want you to tell everybody where they can find you online. I will put links to Elisa's book. Um, she's got a great little download with, you know, where stuff shows up in the feed. Cause I get so confused with promoted pins where they go and you've got that. We'll put that in the, in the show notes and um, where can they find you, Elisa? They can find me. I blog at alisameredith.com or I'm at Twitter or Pinterest at Elisa M Meredith. Also Instagram. I'm loving the stories, Jeff. Loving the story. Very cool. Yeah. So I'm liking them too. So thanks to everybody. And I'd love for you guys to go visit mainlypinterships.com, click on the sidebar and sidebar and sign up uh, for to be a part of our email community where you'll never miss a great guest like we had with Elisa today. Because at Manly Pinterestships, we're always adding testosterone one pin at a time. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thank you for joining Jeff on his mission to help you be successful in the Pinterest world. Would you like to take part in a live show? Be sure to join Jeff's email community at manlypinteresttips.com. 
Adding testosterone. One pin at a time.